Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside. Come this segment inside. brought to you by Main West Animal Hospital. Dog Talk with Dave McMahon on News Talk 610 CKTB. Thank you for being here. Welcome to Dog Talk. I'm Dave McMahon, the owner of Dave McMahon Dog Training Academy in the city of Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada. And I would like to acknowledge the Dog Talk radio show sponsors. At the top of the list, we've got the Pet Food Outlet, the Main West Animal Hospital, the Heartland Veterinary Animal Hospital, the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center, and our newest sponsor, Invisible Fence of Niagara. Thank you to our amazing sponsors for making the Dog Talk show possible. And uh, thank you to our awesome producer, Mr. Greg Campagna, for taking so much awesome care of me, the show, and all of the guests. Thank you so much. Appreciate it, Greg. You're an awesome guy. Can you imagine hiking with your dogs uh, and tragedy strikes? Well, we're going to speak with uh, Rachel DeBerg Thomas, who's going to share a tragic story with us. She was out in the short hills of the Niagara region of Ontario hiking with uh, both of her dogs. And uh, a tragic event took place. Uh, are you there, Rachel? Yes, I am. Hello, Dave. Hi, Rachel. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm doing awesome. Good to see you. For those that are fortunate enough to be on Facebook, or as a lot of my older friends will say, the Facebook, <laughs> you can watch the live video broadcast directly through the radio station's Facebook business page called 610 CKTB. So that's the Facebook page of the 610 AM CKTB. You can also watch the live video of Dog Talk through the Dave McMahon's Dog Training Academy Facebook page. And of course, if you're not on Facebook, you can always listen on the radio or through the website, www.610cktb.com. Rachel DeBerg Thomas is with us. She's about to share a story of her and her two dogs hiking in the short hills of the Niagara region of Ontario here and a tragedy occurred. Isn't that right, Rachel? It is, yeah. And I, it's hard to not get a little emotional um, just hearing you bring the, the topic up. It's, you know, yeah. I've, I've t discussed it so much with so many people, but then certainly and there's have been somebody... some news coverage with the St. Catherine Standard newspaper and so forth and so on. Mm -hmm. And so, Rachel, um, if you could tell us about your two dogs, maybe before we get into the actual story of the hike itself. So, yeah. You've got two dogs? I do, yes. So I have Enzo. He's a seven-year-old American Bulldog mix. And then I have Rowan. And Rowan is turning two years old on October 13th. Um, and she's actually the daughter to Enzo. So uh, both very, very special. Obviously, I wanted a, a puppy <laughs> from my older dog. Um, but, uh, yeah. but yeah, so I have father-daughter. Oh, very nice. And they generally get along fairly well, not too many scrabbles. 
Oh, no, they're they're very well bonded, actually. So they play really well together. They, you know, they're cuddling all the time together. So there's definitely a lot of love <laughs> there. Any cats, any cats in the house? No, no cats. My my partner's allergic, so. <laughs> it's an all-dog, only-dog household. It is. We, I wouldn't be opposed to having a cat. Both of them are actually quite friendly towards cats, but with the allergy, <laughs> you know. Now, are you an avid hiker? Is this something you do frequently? Yes. So um, I've been hiking with Enzo his whole life and my dogs before Enzo. So, um, you know, I feel like I know Short Hills, the whole area of Short Hills Provincial Park, like the back of my hand. And I've been with both Rowan and Enzo many, many times. Um, <clears throat> so September 2nd was the particular date that this incident had happened. It was a, you know, a Friday, I had the day off and I haven't been going as much over the summertime just because of the ticks. Um, but, you know, thought, it was a it was a great day to try to get the dogs out and go for a little hike. And typically I do a bit of on leash, off leash with them. Um, they're both very well behaved. They have good recall. Um, they don't go too far from me. So they're usually always within my sight. Um, <clears throat> and uh, and yeah, like it just I had literally just let them off leash. I, it seems like a good opportunity. There was no people around us. It was a good clearing so I could see them, keep my eyes on them. Um, and I checked their recall to make sure that they were both listening and, and then kind of, you know, let them let them go to try to get some a little bit of extra energy out before putting them back on their leash. And it happened so quickly. Um, I didn't even really see uh, Rowan fall. I more so noticed that she wasn't there anymore. Um, and I heard her land. Um, and she, she yelped um, when she landed. So to me, that was <clears throat> the indicator that she had indeed fallen. Um, and it was a straight fall. Um, so I couldn't I couldn't, I didn't actually have the ability to see over um, the cliff because it wasn't safe for me to get close enough to where she had fallen to look over. So I had to kind of run along the edge of the cliff to find a safe, a safe enough spot for me to try to get down to her. Um, and when I did that, I had tied Enzo off um, in the area where I was going to start my descent, kind of close to the trail. And, uh, you know, I got on my bum and <clears throat> I just used the foliage to slow myself down because it was quite steep, the area that I was trying to get down to, to go find Rowan. Um, I had called 911 during this time. I was yelling to another hiker with his dog that I knew was on the other side of uh, the canyon um, just to let them know that Rowan you know, my dog had fallen and if there's any way that they could help call 911, see if they can get down to us, whatever. Um, so I was able to eventually get down safely and locate Rowan. Um, I estimate the fall to be over 35 feet. So it was quite a high fall that she had. Certainly big fall. <clears throat> yeah, she was, um, she was awake. I didn't know what condition she was going to be in. Um, when I located her, but she was awake, she was kind of sitting up. And right away, you could tell that her back left leg 
it was injured even before I was able to get close enough to her. Um, and when I got to her, she, aside from the, the back left leg injury, her leg was very swollen um, and just kind of really lifeless and limp. Uh, she looked okay. You know, she didn't, she didn't, she wasn't bleeding from anywhere, um, but she was relatively lethargic. She was panting. Um, and I guess, so I'm on the phone with 911 during this time. Um, OPP is usually the, um, the, the police that would patrol or respond to calls in the Short Hills area. Right. We were having some, the 911 operator was having some difficulty getting in touch with OPP. So after desperately saying that I, you know, I need help right away, I I can't keep waiting. um, They decided to send uh, fire and like local St. Catharines fire and uh, Niagara regional police to try to come help with the rescue. And at that point I just, put my phone in my pocket and I picked Rowan up. I was scared to move her, but what other choice do you do? Did I have really? Um, Because you don't know what's going on internally, of course. Um, And I just started carrying her as far as I could, which unfortunately wasn't very far because the terrain where we were is rough. Um, And she's a relatively heavy dog. She was, you know, 65 pounds at the time. And uh, I reached a point where I couldn't carry her any further, but I was close enough to where I had come down. And there was two hikers that I guess had heard me yelling um, into my cell phone to the 911 operator um, and heard what was going on and found Enzo uh, and helped with Enzo because, of course, I have two dogs there. So I've I'm very worried about Rowan, but I'm also concerned about Enzo's well-being and, and making sure that he doesn't get free or somebody takes him. Um, so these two wonderful ladies uh, found him and kept him um, safe during this whole, whole ordeal. And the hiker that I had actually yelled to on the other side of the canyon found his way down to Rowan and I and stayed with us until one of the police officers, which was, um, he was from the canine unit, actually, uh, Chris Van Reel, Constable Chris Van Reel. He was the first one down to us um, and essentially started the the rescue uh, to get Rowan out of there. There's a kind of an infamous picture uh, that's been used of Chris with Rowan on his shoulders and kind of a, a fireman's carry. Um, and that's the way that we, that we were able to get her out of there. It was, it was a long ordeal from, from the time that I called 911, I called 911 at around 9am, um, to the time that I actually got her to her veterinary clinic. And, and I had called them while we were waiting to make sure that they could take her. Um, it was almost three hours. So it was very scary, um, and luckily enough, Rowan was in some shock from her accident. So I think that's what kept her alive until we could get her to the vet. Yeah. We're going to take a short break. We'll come back with more dog talk. I'm in conversation with Rachel DeBerg Thomas talking about a recent hike that she went on with both her dogs in the short hills of the Niagara region of Ontario. I'm Dave McMahon. You're listening to Dog Talk. We'll be coming right back after this. 
finally some good news. We've been dealing with the closure of the Toronto-bound QEW at the 403 in Oakville for several hours. They just reopened it. Now just the left lane block, so hopefully some of the backup starts to ease. Just a bit of volume on the QE Niagara round from Burlough to Centennial. Then it opens up all the way into St. Catharines. 403 westbound delays from around Waterdown to the link. The 403 eastbound is wide open. So is the 405, 406, and the 420 tonight. Meet Fair Square, the real estate brokerage that puts more people on your side, more money in your pocket. It's a new way home. Yours, visit fairsquare.ca. I'm Chris McKee, 610 CKDB. Time saver traffic next in 15 minutes. Clear for tonight with a low going down to 5. Tomorrow, sunshine again with a high of 18. On Wednesday, sunshine warmer with a high of 20. On Thursday, we will see a mix of sun and cloud with a high of 20. There is a 60% chance of some showers in the evening. For Friday, cloudy, 30% chance of showers with a high of only 12. For Saturday, sunshine, high of 13. Sunday will be sunny with a high of 14. I'm Bonnie Heslop on News Talk 610 CKTB. Enjoy peace of mind and protect your pet with an Invisible Fence brand Boundary Plus or GPS system. Call Steph and Mark at 905-646-9944. Your authorized Invisible Fence brand dealers in Niagara and Haldeman. Why do so many local pet parents entrust their cherished companions to Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital in Niagara Falls and Maine West Animal Hospital in Welland year after year? Simple. It's the way they treat their patients and the people who love them. Both clinics help make pet care affordable and offer financing to qualifying clients. Visit today for your annual flea and tick parasite prevention. For information, visit Maine West Animal Hospital at mainwestvet.com and Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital at niagarafallsanimalhospital.com. The Farmer's Almanac is predicting a long, cold winter. So stock up on your favorite treats, toys, and food today at Pet Food Outlet. Pet Food Outlet has a great selection of sweaters and coats for your favorite fur baby and unique items you won't find anywhere else. Visit Pet Food Outlet in Welland today, serving the community for 28 years. Open Monday to Thursday, 9 to 7, Friday, 9 to 8, Saturday, 9 to 5, and Sunday, 10 to 5. Pet Food Outlet, making pets and their people happy. 905-735-PETS. This segment brought to you by Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. Now, more Dog Talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTB. Welcome back to Dog Talk, everyone, on 610 AM CKTB. Dave McMahon here in conversation with Rachel DeBerg-Thomas, uh, sharing a tragic story that happened to her just recently on a hike uh, to the short hills of the Niagara region with both of her dogs. And one dog fell off a cliff, and uh, we believe it was around 30 feet, I believe you said. Rachel, is it not? Was it not? Yeah, I, est I estimate the fall was over 35 feet. Yeah. So, um, so you get the dog, the dog is transported to the emergency clinic. Yeah. So, so the police were able to transport us back to my vehicle, um, in, in one of their cruisers. And then from there I rushed, uh, Rowan to the St. Catharines animal hospital, which is her home vet. And so what injuries did she sustain and what was she treated for when she was at the, uh, the Niagara emergency clinic? Yeah, so um, her initial injuries were, uh, so her, her life-threatening injuries were she had um, damage to her liver, uh, so trauma from the impact. She had a shattered back hind leg. 
Um, she was in shock, which can be lethal um, to pets if it's not to animals, if it's not treated. Um, and she did have chest that, or sorry, air that was filling um, in her chest cavity. So I think I listed four. So those were yeah. kind of the, the big, the main big ones. Pretty extreme. Um, yeah, very extensive, very extensive. Um, and so they needed to act quickly to start life-saving measures for her um, to get those things under control. And um, there's, you know, other stuff that have, has come up. Um, she did spend 15 days in hospital. Um, the majority of that time was at St. Catherine's Animal Hospital, um, but she did spend a few nights at the um, Niagara Veterinary Emergency Clinic as well um, when she was having some some respiratory issues, and I didn't. I, she needed some. She needed twenty four hour care at that point for a few days. So, were you happy with the care she received at the animal hospitals? I, I am. Do you, everyone has been so wonderful and, and so dedicated to her care, you know, keeping me up to date on, on what's going on. I understand how traumatic her injuries were. Um, and that at the end of the day, you know, there was never really any guarantee whether she was going to survive or not. <clears throat> but as an owner, <laughs> um, it, when, the doctors are telling me this is what they need to do to save her life or to try to save her life. Um, that was, that was what we did, um, regardless of, you know, the, the cost and every step of the way. Also, uh, a very important factor was Rowan's quality of life. So, you know, if this procedure was done or, if this wasn't successful or whatever the case might be, um, just making sure that her quality of life would be there at the end was very important um, and trying to make humane decisions. So she's on the mend now and she's doing a little bit better, I understand. <laughs> yeah, that's such a cute picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So she came home to us on September 17th, like I said, after 15 long days um, you can tell, see in that photo, she has some braces, her little watermelon braces in that one. So, um, some other injuries that were discovered kind of after those initial ones was she, um, had torn or severed the ligaments in her front left wrist. So obviously she had some bruising along the si left side of her body as well. So it would seem that the, it was the left side of her body that, um, that really got the most impact. Um, she did need to have her hind left leg amputated. Um, the fracture was just so bad and there was a lot of risks with doing a repair of it. Um, and the risks of that surgery outweighed um, having the leg amputated. So we did uh, go forward with a, a left leg amputation. Um, the ligaments in her front left paw are torn. And then unfortunately, we were noticing some hyperextension in her right front paw as well. So that's why she's in the two braces. She definitely needs surgery on her front left paw. That will probably be happening in November. The front right paw right now is braced. The idea is to maybe try to form some scar tissue and then she'll be able to, to walk properly on, on that paw. But 
If not, we might need to look at surgery on, on both, unfortunately. Now, this is a hefty vet bill, and I understand you have started a GoFundMe page. It's important that our listeners uh, understand that uh, they can help if they wish to do so. And uh, we've got the GoFundMe uh, page that we're going to be sharing on the Dave McMahon's Dog Training Academy Facebook page, as well as the 610 AM CKTB Facebook page. And it's right here on the screen right now. Our producer, Greg Campagna, has put it up donate to help Rowan and uh, you can see it there. So it's, um, if you would uh, go to the Facebook uh, GoFundMe uh, page rather, you can you can make a donation to help Rowan and that would certainly help with this enormous uh, vet bill uh, that, uh, that Rachel has uh, been straddled with because uh, I'm pretty sure it's, it's pretty enormous. I mean, I know you don't want to say the, the exact amount, but it's a pretty hefty vet bill. Yeah, I think transparency is is important. Um, you know, so far her medical expenses have exceeded over fifteen thousand um, dollars. Her upcoming surgery is estimated to be another seven thousand, and then of course, you know, we're going every week to Oakville for her follow ups. And every time you go to the hospital or to the vet with your dog, there's fees associated with it. So, um, so yeah, it's it's high, but at the end of the day, you know, our our dogs are like our children, they're our family. And I would go to the moon and back for for either of them. So there was no doubt in my mind that this is what I was going to to do. And the support from the community has been absolutely amazing. Um, I truly don't know how how I would have done it without the community support that we're getting. And um, obviously, you know, still trying to get the word out there and, and get some more support for Rowan's medical expenses, um, just to make them a little bit more manageable for for me and my partner and our family. Now, um, I know that you've made some donation boxes mm-hmm. that you plan mm-hmm. to take to some pet stores and uh, dog groomers and some uh, animal related type businesses. And we're happy to receive one at the Dave McMahon Dog Academy so that we can help with donations, but um, also what I'll do is I'll I'll communicate with you uh, off air and give you a, a list of some places that I feel would be very receptive in taking uh, a box and helping with the donation process. Yeah, that would be helpful. I was actually, right now we only have three businesses. Yours is the only one that's dog related. The other ones are hair salons, which is amazing. Um, But I was planning on doing a reach out to see if there was any other businesses that would be open uh, to having a a donation box. So that would be fantastic. Thank you, Dave. Yeah, certainly I'll give you a list of uh, places that you can approach. And uh, I'm almost certain they would uh, welcome uh, a donation box to go toward this cause to help with the vet bills. And I'm sorry that you had to go through this and sorry to hear that your dog has had to go through this. And uh, so how is your other dog behaving as a result of this? Yeah. So the day of the incident, um, Rowan's or sorry, Enzo's behavior was very interesting. He, he showed a a great amount of concern uh, for the, for the two of us. I know when the ladies were trying to take Enzo to go meet with police to help them get to our location, you know, they had called down and said, he doesn't want to leave. He's not, he's not letting us leave with him. And 
Um, I said, he's a good boy, just give him a pull and tell him to come and, and he will. But, it, you know, he was really quite worried. And then when we did meet up with them, um, the first thing he did was check on Rowan, who was on the shoulders of the police officer um, since, while Rowan was in hospital. And so... <laughs> was missing his buddy you could tell um he was a lot more he's seeking a lot more attention from from scotty and i scotty my partner um and you know just kind of seemed a little restless at times um since she's been home the first couple of days uh he he could tell that she wasn't well um and really kept his distance but now that she's been home for a few weeks he's you know, he, and she's starting to feel better. He's wanting to play, but she's still, she still has a lot of recovery and rest ahead of her. So um, just trying to find other ways to to stimulate the two of them since they can't really play together right now. Yeah. 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 Well, listen, big hugs to you. And uh, thank you for joining us on Dog Talk. Thank you for sharing your story. I'm going to do my very best to get the GoFundMe page out there for you. And I know you're going to be coming by the Dave McMahon Academy this week in Niagara Falls with your donation box. And as I said, I'll certainly be giving you a list of of names of uh, pet related businesses that I feel would be very receptive in taking one of these boxes so we can help you with these medical bills. Thank you so much, Dave. I, I cannot express my appreciation and my gratitude. Thank you. You're most welcome, Rachel. You take care and uh, you're a great dog mom. Thank you. I appreciate that. You take care as well. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you for sharing your story and uh, hugs to your dog. Hugs to both the dogs. We'll take a short break. Uh, Jackie, the dog groomer, is going to be joining me very shortly. Jackie's a regular on the Dog Talk radio show. I'm Dave McMahon. Take a short break. We're coming back with more Dog Talk on 610 AM CKPB right after this. Time to get your Thanksgiving feast on. But how can you save for real? Stay thankful, real Canadian superstore fam. We got deals on PC spiral hams and frozen turkeys. But which to choose? A delicious problem. Save for real at Real Canadian Superstore. It's time to get your senior pet ready for winter. The Niagara Canine Conditioning Center offers an amazing senior care program for dogs and cats. For the month of October, all new patients will be entered into a draw for a free gift. Massage therapy is available for your senior pet, too. For more information on the senior care program and massage therapy, call the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center at 289-362-5900 or visit canineconditioningcenter.ca. The Farmer's Almanac is predicting a long, cold winter. So stock up on your favorite treats, toys, and food today at Pet Food Outlet. Pet Food Outlet has a great selection of sweaters and coats for your favorite fur baby and unique items you won't find anywhere else. Visit Pet Food Outlet in Welland today, serving the community for 28 years. Open Monday to Thursday, 9 to 7, Friday, 9 to 8, Saturday, 9 to 5, and Sunday, 10 to 5. Pet Food Outlet, making pets and their people happy. 905-735-PETS. 
Well, a really quiet drive across the major routes tonight. The earlier problem that had the Toronto-bound QEW closed, the 403 in Oakville all wrapped up. The backup's completely gone. The Niagara-bound QE really quiet from the 427 through Hamilton all the way into St. Catharines. Slight delays on the 403 westbound just past Highway 6 North. 403 eastbound looks good. So does the link in the Red Hill. And the 405, 406, and the 420 all wide open and problem-free. Fetch and Release is a volunteer-run dog rescue that strives to give every dog the family they deserve, help save lives, and apply to foster today at FetcherMalish.ca. I'm Chris McKee, 610 CKDB, Times Ever Traffic. Clear for tonight with a low going down to 5. Tomorrow, sunshine again with a high of 18. On Wednesday, sunshine warmer with a high of 20. On Thursday, we will see a mix of sun and cloud with a high of 20. There is a 60% chance of some showers in the evening. For Friday, cloudy, 30% chance of showers with a high of only 12. For Saturday, sunshine, high of 13. Sunday will be sunny with a high of 14. I'm Bonnie Heslop on News Talk 610 CKTB. Why do so many local pet parents entrust their cherished companions to Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital in Niagara Falls and Maine West Animal Hospital in Welland year after year? Simple. It's the way they treat their patients and the people who love them. Both clinics help make pet care affordable and offer financing to qualifying clients. Visit today for your annual flea and tick parasite prevention. For information, visit Maine West Animal Hospital at mainwestvet.com and Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital at niagarafallsanimalhospital.com. What matters to you and the voice of Niagara is News Talk 610 CKTV. This segment brought to you by Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital. Now, more Dog Talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTV. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to Dog Talk. I'm Dave McMahon. Coming up shortly, Jackie the Dog Groomer joins me once again on Dog Talk. It's always a blast to talk to Jackie. She's much like myself, straight from the hip, and uh, she's quite a hoot. If you've heard Jackie before on the program, I think she's quite a hoot, and I mean that in a complimentary way. Uh, important to announce again, Dog Talk Radio Show brought to you by Pet Food Outlet, Main West Animal Hospital, Heartland Veterinary Niagara Animal Hospital, the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center, and Invisible Fence of Niagara, and our technical producer is Mr. Greg Campagna. Again, if we're meeting for the first time, my name is Dave McMahon. I'm the owner of Dave McMahon Dog Training Academy in the city of Niagara Falls. Visit my website for your dog training needs. It's davemcmahon.ca. So Dave, M-C-M-A-H-O-N.ca. That's davemcmahon.ca. That's the website for the Dave McMahon Dog Academy. All my contact information, email, phone number, social media links, they can all be found on my website. And I can teach you how to train your dog through group or private instruction, whatever you prefer. Puppies, uh, older dogs, senior dogs, no dog is too old to learn. And uh, again, I will teach you how to train your dog and we'll have fun doing it at the same time. Jackie, the dog groomer is here with us. Hey, Jackie, how are things? How are you, Jackie? Can't hear you, Jackie. I'm unmuted. We're good. All right. So you're unmuted. Jackie is unleashed. 
and <laughs> unmuted. <laughs> How are things going, Jackie? How are you doing with the dog grooming business in the garden of St. Catharines, Ontario? It's rough. It's rough. <laughs> you must be pretty busy. Yes, very busy. I, every groomer in the world is very busy right now. The dog population is growing sky high. Yes, yes. And uh, also, of course, the population of the growing so much. Our population is going through the roof, and that means more people, more dogs, more puppies. The training businesses will be busy. The groomers are busy. Uh, I think they, uh, there's more veterinary clinics opening, more pet stores opening. So the whole industry is busy, busy because the dog population is just growing. Absolutely. Are you able to keep up with the demand? Uh, I am um, only because I'm a very small, small business. So I have a pretty small clientele because it's just me and that's it. I can only do what I can do. So you were once based out of a strip mall yes. near the Mandarin in the garden city of St. Catharines. Now you operate as a home-based business, correct? Yep. You're yep. much happier that way. You have lower overhead. Well, it's not just the overhead, it's less chaos, less busy, less loud, just less everything. It's more being able to concentrate more on my clients, being able to concentrate more on my dogs, um, my work, everything, you know? Like, it's one thing to have, say, two or three dogs in your salon at a time. It's a whole different ball game, and you got 26 to 30 dogs in your salon at a time. I know you have a clean, comfortable shop for the dogs. Are you playing classical music? What kind of music are you playing for the dogs, Jack, when you're grooming them? Want to hear something funny? I have a TV that runs off in the background. So we watch movies like, you know, Pet Cemetery and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> now, I have, uh, only because I'm home-based, I had a radio and, you know, my iPod list for so many years. And I thought, why not put a TV in? So I did. I put a small TV up in the corner there, and it just makes it feel a little bit less like work. And I feel like the dogs, a lot of dogs watch TV. So I catch them watching TV a lot, and you can see a mirror right behind me. Um, they watch themselves in the mirror quite a bit. So they've actually, the dogs are more entertained with the mirror and the TV going. So, yeah, kind of nice. Jackie, have you ever had a dog fight that you had to break up at your grooming salon or in your home? And if so, how did what strategy did you use to break up the dog fight? I've never had one because I have a no noses policy. So no dog in my salon for any reason at any time is allowed to touch noses. This avoids any kind of dog fight. Period. Yeah. I I'm preventative, not solution. Yes, and uh, we have the same rule at the Dave McMahon Dog Academy in Niagara Falls. We have the six-foot rule, and we had it long before COVID, and it's, uh, it's for the dog's own safety. Not all dogs get along, play it safe, keep six feet apart, keep the liabilities and the injuries uh, to a minimum or, you know, not at all. So playing it safe, prevention is the way to go. Preventative. So I do complete preventative. I mean, if if my clients were to meet themselves, you know, and in crossing on the street when they both get here, somebody's leaving, somebody's coming, and they decide to do that on the street while they're in passing, that's on them. 
But yep. when it comes to when you're in my salon, no dog touches a nose, period. Yep. Because I don't want no noses ripped off. You don't want a raw ta-ta between the dogs. <laughs> no, and I don't want to miss limbs and stuff because I got to break it up. No. <laughs> Let's change topics and move to the topic of bones, bones, and chew toys for dogs. I know that you have standard poodles. I want the <laughs> listeners to know that. Uh, do you give your dogs any frozen knuckle bones from the butcher shop? Have you ever? Um, I have. Um, unfortunately, my dogs, I have discovered, have very sensitive stomachs. So anything, if I stray far from their diet, they get sick. So I don't. Because yeah. that's just them. Yeah. What kind of chew toys are you giving to your dogs that your dogs are enjoying, they're safe, and you're having success with? What does your dogs get to chew on? So they like stuff like a Nyla bone you know, something of that kind of material, but my dogs are not heavy chewers. So, but mind you, we have a fire pit in our backyard. They'll go pick up a piece of wood or a stick and they're happy to chew on that. I can give them a Kong toy and they'll look at it like it's dirt. You know, they want nothing to do with a lot of the dog toys that, you know, I don't know, a lot of people don't know, standard poodles, they're not, they're not dogs, they're people. Like, look at this one, he's not even looking at us right now. They're not dogs, they're humans trapped in fur. Ridiculous. Uh, can you at least face the camera this time? Hey. Tell this us one. about the dog that's next to you for those this that can see the live Facebook watch video on the 610 CKTB page. This is Dutch. This is my big boy. This is my, uh, my silver, I call him my silverback gorilla because he's enormous for a standard poodle. He's about 90 pounds. This is my big Dutch boy. Yeah. Um, we got Kevin over here. Kevin. Up, up. There's Kevin, handsome Kevin. Have you ever ran into someone that tells you that Kevin. they have a French poodle? Yes, all the time. And I laugh. <laughs> did, did they say, I have a French poodle. And what do you tell them? How do you break it to them that this is non-existent? Okay, so I'm not really good at um, holding back my face. <laughs> So when somebody tells me the French, they have a French poodle, I'm like, oh, so you got a breeder that was in France? <laughs> so I uh, just want to educate the audience in case you're new to the whole dog scene. Um, there is no such thing as a French poodle. You have the toy poodle, the miniature poodle, and the standard poodle. Jackie has the standard poodles, correct, Jackie? And you can even see the size difference between my... These are both standard poodles. Look at the size difference in both of these guys. Now, how about the other? It's, yeah, exactly. You can see it. Now, yep. what about the folks that tell you, you know, they've got a King Shepherd or a King Doberman? You heard that one? Honest to God, I, I cannot hide my face. I laugh. I can't take it. So there's been, for those people who don't know better, uh, there is no such thing as a King Shepherd. <laughs> Shepherd is a name given to a dog by a breeder that wants to sell their overgrown shepherd. Yeah. When they give it a name, they get to make more money off of you buying it from them. It is just an overgrown. So in poodles, Dave, I'm not sure. You've probably heard this before. Um, the, the term royal standard. Yeah. Okay is given to an oversized poodle, which is what Dutch is. Dutch is an oversized poodle. He's about 90 pounds. Yeah. Kevin's about 
50 pounds. Kevin is a normal sized poodle. Dutch is a beast. So a breeder would sell him under the name a Royal Poodle. And yeah. they can make about a thousand dollars more off of you by saying that. <laughs> that Buyer beware. We're going to take a short break. I'm Dave McMahon. This is Dog Talk. We're coming back with Jackie, the dog groomer. Enjoy peace of mind and protect your pet at home with a Boundary Plus or GPS system from Invisible Fence Brand. Contact Steph and Mark today at InvisibleFence.com, your authorized Invisible Fence Brand dealers in Niagara and Haldeman. It's time to get your senior pet ready for winter. The Niagara Canine Conditioning Center offers an amazing senior care program for dogs and cats. For the month of October, all new patients will be entered into a draw for a free gift. Massage therapy is available for your senior pet, too. For more information on the senior care program and massage therapy, call the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center at 289-362-5900 or visit canineconditioningcenter.ca. The Farmer's Almanac is predicting a long, cold winter. So stock up on your favorite treats, toys, and food today at Pet Food Outlet. Pet Food Outlet has a great selection of sweaters and coats for your favorite fur baby and unique items you won't find anywhere else. Visit Pet Food Outlet in Welland today, serving the community for 28 years. Open Monday to Thursday, 9 to 7, Friday, 9 to 8, Saturday, 9 to 5, and Sunday, 10 to 5. Pet Food Outlet, making pets and their people happy. 905-735-PETS. This segment brought to you by Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. Now, more dog talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTV. Don't mind me, I'm just dancing to the music. Welcome back to Dog Talk. Professional dog groomer Jackie is with me. She is our resident dog groomer of the Dog Talk radio show. She is a regular on the show. She's a big fan of the show. And she'll tell you right to your face, there's no such thing as a French poodle. That's slang. Got a King Doberman, this guy tells me. I said, there's no such thing. One buddy of mine, he tells me, uh, he's a trainer as well. He says, uh, you know, a King Doberman, he tells his clients when they say that, that it's just an overgrown you know, Doberman, it's a, that's all it is. An overgrown goon is what he said. So I, I would leave out the goon part. But. Jackie, tell our, tell our listeners how they can reach you to book a dog grooming appointment. So they can always give me a call or a text, uh, 905-329-8076. Um, I am, just like most groomers in the area at this point, especially at this point, very particular on my clients. I do expect training from your dogs in order to become a client of mine. Um, I expect everybody to be on a regular schedule. Um, I know it's a little bit easier for others than some. <clears throat> it's not always easy to stick on a really strict schedule. Um, but if you get yourself on one, it's a little bit easier to maneuver things around, right? So, um, Once again, Jackie, the name of your business 
and and give your phone number again. How can people reach you, Jackie, to get in a, a grooming appointment at your grooming salon in St. Catharines? They can look up Doggy Styles, and the phone number is 905-329-8076. And just you know, poodles aren't from France. They're German. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, geez. You know, so many misconceptions when it comes to dogs, isn't there yep. really? Jackie, you're a big fan of keeping dogs' teeth clean. You want the pearly whites to be healthy. Yes. Um, are you uh, offering uh, any clinics where people would come and they would have their dog's teeth professionally cleaned? Yep. Yep. So um, every couple of months, I have, well, and again, depending on demand, I have a non sedation teeth cleaning and scaling clinic that happens here at my salon. Um, I highly recommend it. It is wonderful. You figure how people go to the dentist, say every four to six months, right? To maintain their, to maintain their own teeth, <laughs> to, to maintain their own teeth, right? Well, if you don't go to the dentist on a regular basis, then what are your teeth going to look like? So it's the same with your dog. Yes, they, they get their bones, they get their kibble to chew on things, and they get their, you know, dental things. But if they're not going to get their teeth, like if you're not brushing your dog's teeth on a daily basis, what are they going to look like? The same as what yours would look like if you didn't do it at home. So you also do maintenance between the professional grooming or professional teeth cleaning, rather. You have a dog toothbrush, you use doggy toothpaste. Important that people use doggy toothpaste. What? Human toothpaste can upset a dog's stomach and cause them to vomit. What? So you're brushing your dog's teeth on a daily basis. Good for you. Now, if you brush your dog's teeth on a daily basis, you're gonna have obviously a lot less tartar and plaque buildup just as in your own mouth. Um, but if you're not, which most people don't, and you know what most people don't, most, pe most dogs don't appreciate having their teeth brushed unless they were kind of subjected to it as a puppy, as a regular part of their daily maintenance routine, just like going to the bathroom outside, wiping your paws when you come out from the rainy or snowy day, getting brushed, getting groomed, all these things are all regular. And if you have not made it a part of a regular routine, most dogs will not let you open up their mouth and stick your fingers in with a brush like this and, and do this every single day and all of this. So I can do this to my dog. She still doesn't like it, right? And a lot of dogs don't. A lot of dogs will bite you if you try to do that to them. Whether now, they sometimes flavored toothpaste will help, right? The peanut butter flavored or turkey flavored toothpaste will help. Yes. Thank you. Sometimes, yes, it will help. But again, most dogs don't appreciate you brushing their teeth. Again, unless you started to do it as a puppy and you've made it a regular part of their routine, their daily routine. So they're going to get plaque. They're going to get build up. I'm not sure if you can see this or not. With This is Winnie, by the way. You probably can't see it. So Winnie's teeth were done about three or four months ago. She already has plaque and tartar build up going on in here. You probably can't see it on the camera and the lighting no. that I've got going on here. But well, we take your word for it. But it's only been three or four months. And she already has that build up. I can already start to smell her breath. Now, most people, they think, they think that... Oh my God, my dog stinks so bad. I don't know what's going on. Well, they don't realize it's not your dog that stinks. It's their breath and their teeth and the decay and the, the rot and the tartar and the plaque and the buildup. So 
if you go into say somebody who does non-sedation teeth cleaning it is a wonderful preventative to have your dog stay away from dental surgery and extractions thank you jackie always a pleasure having you on dog talk we're out of time no brush your dog's teeth is the message check out jackie at doggy styles grooming in the garden city of st Catharines. have yourself a dog gone great night jackie see you later bye babes take care Russian dog team. Bye.